0: We got a very special episode this time because Did Scott
1: Bay is going to get stoned. <laughs> no, what? Don't you remember the very special, after- you know, the after-school special? Oh yeah, 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 super yeah. stoned.
0: I don't remember that you one. You didn't see stoned no, and super No, see, we, there's an age difference between us. You know, I, mine were like um, Jan or something, the uh, portrait of a teenage alcoholic. Yeah, no,
1: I remember that one.
0: And then there were some other ones, but I don't remember. Super stoned.
1: Stoned, stoned and super stoned. And then- And he,
0: they were to teach kids to not get- Smoke weed. To not smoke weed. Isn't it funny? After all these years, though, now weed is mostly illegal, mostly legal in places.
1: I mean, it took a long, long time. I wonder what-
0: like in ten years from now, what or twenty, what people will consider uh legal that they didn't before. But like
1: can you believe we ever lived a life when? Yeah. Right. So yeah. stoned is a nineteen eighty ABC after school special starring Scott Bayo, which is built around peer pressure and the, its resultant drug abuse. Right.
0: See, by 1980, I was all up in the clubs. You were still a child. Yes. I was all up in the clubs by then.
1: And then, you know, they would always do a very special episode of The Facts of Life.
0: Sure. Now, I when remember somebody that. somebody got touched. This or... Monday on a very special episode of Blossom.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. And even before that, mash or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. So this is our very special episode. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, it's brought, brought to you by the people over at Netflix who were friends of mine. Uh, now, I'm part of the Netflix family. You are show. part of the family. Yeah. And I'm technically,
1: from... we are too. We're not original, but we've been on Netflix with Drag Race.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're from the house of Netflix.
1: Yes, yeah, the house of Netflix. And we're
0: specifically talking about one of their shows, uh, Glow. Yes. Which I am so excited about. I'm excited about it mainly because uh, it it brings me back to that time. So
1: we're talking about season two. Yes. Um, but you go ahead and bring it because. Well,
0: yeah, I remember when the original, when the actual, the show is based on the the glamorous ladies of wrestling, correct? which was such an interesting concept, you know,
1: glamorous or gorgeous. I I feel like it was the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Gorgeous. Let's Uh, look it up. Yeah. Okay. And I want to know what year it was. I was kind of obsessed with it when it came out because I really didn't know what it was Mm -hmm. and you would turn it on and it was literally like, oh my God. Yeah. What am I watching?
0: It was gorgeous, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Um, But they were glamorous. They were very glamorous with their spandex and de-glow accoutrement. Now, uh, our producer Alex said he was going to bring some stuff in this room that would help with this echo. (laughs)
1: Um, I see it in that bag over there. It's still in
0: the bag over there. It's
1: done nothing. But meanwhile... Even a freaking horse blanket would help. Michelle,
0: okay, there are six pieces of foam. Right there. And They're the size of an album cover, in the, and I don't know what he thought was gonna here, fix hear him in a foam.
1: Let me put it up right in front of me and see if it makes any kind of it's, difference. Child, that is I'll bouncing, I feel it. It's
0: bouncing off the ceiling. I got a booming voice like Jay Z. Okay,
1: um, but anyway, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling began in '86, which is why I knew it was on my radar because in '86. That was my senior year of high
0: school. Is this helping? <laughs> you're putting, you're wearing it like a hat. The phone. Is this helping? Give me, a, give me some.
1: I'm I feel see like, what it's like. Give me one. Now give me another give me one.
0: Several of them. We'll see if the- we uh, want to sound
1: good for Netflix. Yeah. Here, here take that. Yeah,
0: I'll take that one. You pass it, pass it down.
1: Yeah. This there's another one. Yeah. We're uh, give me two.
0: We're in a room uh, that is at the studio where we uh, tape our show. Okay. I'm gonna and you guys at home. Do you tell me if it sounds different? Let's does it eat. sound different now? I'm, put, I'm putting. Alice, does
1: it sound different on the headphones when we do this?
0: I have it on either side He's of my no. head right now.
1: We look like <laughs> crazy people, but I like looking like a crazy. I person. I like it. Me I too. think it's
0: great. Wait a minute. Okay. In my
1: ears, it doesn't bounce. No, it doesn't
0: bounce in my ears. But does you know, it? what? it's coming from the ceiling, Michelle.
1: Oh, so the the. <laughs> <laughs> so what if we do this? Ooh, what if we make a tent? Yeah. Okay. How's this? Does it sound any different?
0: We Alex. we are the um We uh, are
1: the people who came to you know,
0: who <laughs> No, came we're to. the glamorous ladies, the gorgeous, gorgeous. the gorgeous ladies of uh, podcasting. So,
1: yeah, that wait. would be
0: glop. Glop.
1: Glop. Glop. That's not pretty. Gorgeous
0: Gorgeous ladies ladies of podcasting. podcasting. Glop. Glop.
1: All right, so we're going to have to make new merch. No, it says Glop.
0: So now, oh, and by the way, you can tune into the second season of Glow right now. On Netflix. On on Netflix. Only on
1: Netflix. You
0: know what's great about it is that it really takes you back to that period in the 80s when. It was so much the fashions were so fun, the whole leg warmers and the spandex and, and the, all that stuff. My
1: favorite Betty Gilpin, the blonde character, she wears um the Debbie character, she wears these really fashionable sweaters uh-huh. I used to love sweaters with angora and pearls and stuff like that I, because I worked at merry-go-round
0: I know you did you tell us every single time oh, you I worked at you mar- know. Yeah. merry-go-round you, and I always say I thought you worked at strawberry it's the same oh, it's like gosh. listening to grandma and grandpa because we go through the same thing every time <laughs> You worked and at you
1: know. I worked at
0: strawberry. <laughs> no, you worked at merry-go-round. Yeah, the and Mall. I always respond by going, "I, I thought, thought you worked at was-
1: strawberry." <laughs> Well, we'll do it 20 more times Yeah, in this podcast alone. But the point is, all of those outfits, like that was 1986. Yeah, 1986. And all of, that's when Glow started airing. And all of those outfits were like, those sweaters were really expensive. Those kind yeah. of Angora fluffy sweaters. You know, Glow
0: wasn't on for very long. No? It didn't last very long. I, I wonder why. I
1: really don't know the,
0: why. the original. We're talking about the original, which the television show is based on Glow. Yeah. They, they named it the same thing. But uh, it was on for a short amount of time, and it, I remember when Gl- Glow, the original, was on. It was on sort of secondary independent stations. It was
1: like PIX.
0: Exactly. It was on
1: from eighty six to ninety.
0: Really? Yes. Yeah, so well, it sort that's of faded. Not very long. It's not very long, but it yeah, faded. Years. It faded away towards the end there.
1: But I know the impact it had because. I worked, and I, we've talked about this before too. But you know, after four years of this shit, there's nothing we haven't talked about. That's true. So we might just repeat some more. Than oh, others.
0: but you know what, Michelle? What I was listening to a podcast the other day of our Ours? our podcast because I love listening to it. It's yeah. so funny. Um, I realized that we do that a lot. Where we say, "Oh, you know, we I've said this before."
1: <laughs> we say that so, too. You know what?
0: We don't have to do that
1: because they know.
0: They know. So from and, now on, okay. From now on, okay. We're never going to say. We've talked about this before.
1: Okay, then never I'll gonna tell you it. when done. you do it. It's done. Can you tell me when I yeah, do it. Yeah, tell
0: me when I do it.
1: Okay. We and- also forget names on every single episode. So as listeners, my favorite tweets and stuff to get are when they go, <laughs> I was screaming at the radio, I was screaming yeah. at the podcast. Yeah, 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 going, yeah. You know, we usually get to it, but not all the it time. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're just talking. Yeah. So um, 86 to 90, And yes, on subsidiaries or random TV channels, like kind of off-brand TV channels. But I do remember the impact it had because I worked at Goldfingers and we you know, and I almost did it. And I worked at Goldfingers. <laughs>
0: Goldfingers, which was a strip club.
1: Strip club. I started in Queens. Did,
0: did Stringfellow own that? You know, he just died. Peter Stringfellow? Peter Stringfellow. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Under- did he own Goldfingers? No. Goldfingers was owned by Steve pallad He was part owner. Do you know Steve? You know who Steve? Steve Pallad used to own Pallad's in Queens. I don't know. Palads in Queens was a huge club in the 80s, especially for freestyle artists mm. and our music. They both. Lisa,
0: Lisa. All them. Cynthia. All them. Uh, uh, the Cover Girls. All them.
1: TKA. played at Palads before. TKA. Palads in Queens turned into, if I'm correct, Goldfingers okay. on Queens Boulevard. Oh. And. How did you get out
0: there? You drove?
1: I drove. I would drive. How many nights a
0: week did you six work?
1: Six nights a week. You're
0: kidding me. Six nights. And this is after all of your success at with CNC Music Factory. Because
1: my success was external; it's what everybody else saw. Mm-hmm. I did not make a penny from Seduction. We mm-hmm. did not make a dime.
0: You guys got a thousand dollars a week. A week.
1: It was a stipend,
0: and it was like indentured slaves,
1: hundred percent. But
0: very the most glamorous indentured slaves in well, the United States. glop.
1: gorgeous ladies of <laughs> <and> pop. <laughs> <laughs> Glop <laughs> The gorgeous ladies of Pop that made no money but lived a good life. but a lot of people could tell you that same story oh, you oh, know not most alone. people because what record Talk to TLC honey: yeah record
0: companies in those days, I'm I don't know if it's the same, I probably is, but it's it's like they give you a high interest loan, the highest interest loan available.: Yeah, the
1: interest is your life.
0: yeah, but the interest they loan you money to make an album. And you have to work off that loan at a really high interest rate. You're not kidding. And so many artists come back talking about, you know, um, I didn't make any money from doing that. No, guys,
1: that's not an exaggeration. It's not like, this is a fact. Yeah. Seduction was up to like 10 to 12 grand a show in our heyday.
0: Wait a minute, say that slower.
1: 10 to 12 thousand dollars a show. show.
0: Who got the money?
1: Who do you think the producers? The
0: producers who put the act together. It was a
1: production deal.
0: It was a production we deal. We were
1: not signed to A&M Records. We were signed to c and mm-hmm. So we didn't make a lot of money. That's the, But
0: the, it wasn't and it. it was a subsidiary called it was, uh, v- with a V. Vendetta. Vendetta. Thank you. Vendetta. But
1: then A&M took it over.
0: A&M took Vendetta over. Correct. A&M mm-hmm.
1: always owned Vendetta, but they took the the they took us yeah, because, because you were we such started a big hit. blowing up. Right, right. And we were the second selling act after Janet Jackson that year. Yeah. So they it was out of Vendetta's hands. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Um, and do, do
0: you have a little bit of a Vendetta? A
1: li- just a, a little bit.
0: Uh-huh. A little bit. He, I told you, you know, George's- uh, Glop on a mission. Yeah. You know, George's sister, her name is Vendetta.
1: I've known you for almost 30 years uh-huh. and I never knew that his sister's yeah. name was Vendetta.
0: his sister's name, they call her Vandy. Um, And of course, you know, her mother, you know, it's very Australian, that story is that someone being named something and they're not quite sure what it means.
1: That's a lot of pressure to be named Vendetta.
0: Vendetta. Uh, What's Martha Reeves and the...
1: Vandellas.
0: Vandellas. Sorry. Not the
1: Vendetta.
0: (laughs) Could you imagine?
1: Clothes. Yeah. Martha Reeves and the Vendettas is hot. (laughs) That's hot. Hot. That sounds
0: like a punk band. The
1: Vendettas. There probably is. I can guarantee it. I bet there is. I can guarantee there's a band called the Vendettas.
0: The Vendettas.
1: So anyway... Yes. I digress Uh about what I don't know. Yeah. But we were... um, (laughs) That was nice. 19- but it was a
0: fun little trip. It was a fun
1: trip. Mentally. So yeah. But I get to.
0: AM took over Vendetta. But I get you, to the You didn't make music. any money because you were still, you weren't, you didn't have any money because you were working at Goldfinger.
1: Thank you. Yeah. So after seduction, and because you asked me how I ended up there. Yeah. After the success. Yeah. Because I had no fucking money. Right. And my girlfriend, who you know, that worked in the yes. clubs with us, that uh-huh. you saw recently. I saw
0: her recently. Was
1: a dancer. Jody. Yes. Uh-huh. And she was, she did quite well. And let me tell you, there were a few times where I couldn't pay my rent and she helped me out. And she She said, you know what? I'm going to bring you in here. Because I said I wanted to get my... I got my boobs down. I said I wanted to dance. Yeah. She brought me in. And um, the moment I walked into my first strip club, I realized I can't do this. Why not? A, I was sober. Mm -hmm. So was Jody. She she didn't drink either. Mm -hmm. But B, I realized... I don't judge them. I think Mm it's hot. Mm -hmm. I didn't love myself enough. I didn't think I was hot enough. Mm. I thought I did not compare to these girls up there. Mm -hmm. I felt like my sex appeal is way different.
0: Wait, you didn't get your boobs done in seduction? I
1: did, but my second time.
0: Oh, so when you were working at Gold...
1: Fingers, it was my second set. Your
0: second set. Yeah.
1: So I went to go dance and I realized I couldn't do it. So she introduced me to this guy, Phil. And Phil hosted... he He owned the trademark of this foxy boxing thing. And they was transitioning from foxy boxing because the girls didn't have a box to hot oil wrestling. And Mm -hmm. Goldfinger's had a back room with a boxing ring. And the girl that was the current MC was six months pregnant. Oh. And it didn't look good to the guys. She was about to, she's tall and thin. Her name was Janice and I loved her. Yeah. But she was starting to pop. Yeah. And she realized, in a month, I can't be here. I'm going to be having a baby. I can't Uh be around the smoke and everything else. Yeah. So I said, oh, Jody said, you meet Phil. So I met Phil and instantly, he was like, you're the right one for this. He loved my music. Yeah. He he thought it was really fun having a a glop star there. Uh Uh-huh. So... (laughs) I got a script. I memorized it and made it my own. And um, it became a thing. And I made... I remember I made $500 a week cash Uh under the table Uh and tips. But the thing is, I wore clothing. So men weren't really into tipping me. You know who tipped me? The Uh smart ones. Uh Because I was funny. Uh I would literally denigrate any drunk bachelor that went into the ring with the girls. The bachelor parties that were there with them loved it.
0: Oh, I see. The girls didn't box each other. They
1: did, but they were with the bachelors. So their bachelors would come in the ring and be their quote-unquote managers. And they would do real moves, real wrestling moves.
0: The girls would.
1: The girls would. They'd oil themselves up or the guys would do it. They couldn't touch them. Mm -hmm. But then the girls would put oil all over the bachelor, you know, give them wedgies, do ridiculous white boy stuff. Hmm. Then they would... Wrestle each other and I would be calling on the mic the whole time. Right. I got so good at it that I could do it probably without looking. Like half yeah. the time I'd be around the room looking at the people, <laughs> calling what's going on in the ring and just looking at And then there'd be like, I caught guys jerking off under their shirts. Like, really? and they're not allowed to, so they yeah. got but I would turn the lights on. I'd flood the lights and go, uh-huh. everybody, look at this. And I'd uh-huh. point the guy out, yeah. you know, embarrass them. Wow. Oh yeah, it was How so How long fun. did you do that? I did that for a year and a half and then Soul System happened.
0: Oh, wait a minute. Okay. Right. So that's not... Okay. Oh, right. So right out of seduction... Right out
1: about... uh, Yeah. Not long after seduction ended, I would then... I started working at Goldfingers in Queens. Then they were opening the big Manhattan one um, to compete against scores. or It was around the same time as scores or scores opened after. But it was the heyday of of strip clubs in New York City. And this place was packed like the fucking fun house, like the tunnel. You're kidding. In its heyday every night. It was these- Goldfingers. Goldfingers. Girls, guys, I can't tell you. That's where I met Sean Penn for the first time, mm-hmm. LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. They all came back into our room because our show, my show, was mm-hmm. the show. And I was the best auctioneer for these girls. I made mm-hmm. so much money. Some of them would go up to $1,000 a night just on their bids. Forget about the tips.
0: Wait, back up.
1: So I would bids bid th- auction-, I would auction them off.
0: You'd auction the girls off. Correct. Okay, that's really weird.
1: Nobody messes with my girls.
0: Uh-huh. Wait a minute. Okay. Ms. So Mona. there's okay, there's Foxy Boxy going on. Right. You're emceeing well, this it's, it's competition. Hot oil yeah. Oh so oh Foxy Boxy ended. Died. Yeah. Then it became hot oil wrestling. Goldfinger's
1: hot oil wrestling. Dude, was
0: it Western oil? What kind of oil it did it? It was use?
1: the cheapest oil they could find. Okay. Don't even baby. It was baby.
0: Baby oil. Yes. Nobody smoked. Which you
1: could basically drive a car on baby oil.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: No smoke.
0: No smoking, please. Baby, no
1: smoking. Yeah. Everybody would explode.
0: Yeah. Now okay, so tell me this. Okay. So Foxy Box Foxy boxing ended. Then it became hot oil wrestling. Yes. And in the time, in the year and a half you were there, how much time was it Foxy Boxing?
1: None. Like when I came there, they were transitioning. It was, they were transitioning.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So tell me, okay, so this is so the wrestling. Girl, yes. And then at what point are they auctioning these girls? Right.
1: So each one had, a, had an outfit and each a name girl. and a costume. Okay. It wasn't their real name. Was it like so, Glow?
0: Was it like Glow? Just like Glow. This uh-huh.
1: is the whole big long comparison I'm doing. Okay. So- each girl had a thing, like you know, one girl dressed up like, and I remember she, we made fun of her the most because, and make fun, I mean with love, we're not yes. going ah, uh-huh. but she wore like a Wilma Flintstone dress. She was like a cave, a cave woman. woman. So she called herself instead of Tarzan, she called herself Tarzana. Okay, and I was like, um, <laughs> it's a city. <laughs> Not glamorous,
0: but you know, Tarzana was named after Tarzan, was it? Yeah, I think, um, it was not Edgar Rice Burroughs, is that who did Tarzan? It is, yes, Edgar Rice Burroughs. Named, I think he lived in
1: Tarzana, I think, and named it after Tarzan. I,
0: no, there's a connection, I don't know. Okay, okay, just say something was said,
1: something was said, something was said, Tarzana, yes, but nonetheless, (laughs) it just didn't sound sexy to me, right? But she, she went with Tarzana, okay, then there was like the girl who was the construction worker would come uh-huh. out to lead a Ford. Okay. Then there was, and everybody had their song. And there was a show. There was there a, was a sh- presentation. Oh, no, there was a, uh, what do you call when people walk? A processional. A processional. Where all the girls, I would call them out one by one. Hot, you know, Holly, I used to call her Hot Hot Holly. She was uh-huh. from Holland. She uh-huh. did speak Dutch though, for real. Okay. Hot, beautiful. Rest in peace. She She's bake- no longer with us. Oh, did, okay. Yeah. So there was a bunch of them, but the thing that was in common for the most of them is they connected to this lifestyle. Some mm-hmm. of them there was a girl called Electra um who was so into it. She followed the WWF at the oh, time, now the WWE. I guess they
0: would look at the uh, at wrestling to sort of cop some of the the moves.
1: They did those moves. I know what a clothesline and a suplex and all these things are. And a full are. nelson. All of them cuz the girls would do them. Yeah. They would really practice it just like the girls on GLOW. Yeah. And they took it seriously. Now, there's some who were in it just for the money. There was a girl named Yvette, and she um, played like a schoolgirl because she was yeah. going to college. But she was a single mom, uh-huh. and she was paying for the college herself. Just like the TV show GLOW. Just like GLOW. Yeah. And most of these strippers and or wrestlers, because I spent most... I I would go in the main room and go on the stage, and they'd go rum, rum, rum. they play Motley Crue girls, girls, girls. Why? On the main stage, because then I'd go on and go, hey... The next hot oil wrestling show is happening right now in the back room. So if you guys want to come see us, come to the back room now you know, whatever, $10 to get in, bring your bachelors, we do the best bachelor party. And then I'd walk myself back in the room. Yes. And then I'd do that show. So I'd go back and forth. And through it, I met a lot of dancers and a lot of these wrestlers. Mm -hmm. And there was a sisterhood with these wrestlers because they worked out together. They worked hard. They were mostly single moms or dealing with situations in their lives that weren't ideal. Kind of like the the gay houses were to us Uh
0: growing Uh up. it,
1: It was a sisterhood at the strip club it really was and it was a place where I felt like these girls are awesome like I learned a lot from these women so when I watch glow I do understand that all these people are coming from different situations whether Mm -hmm. they're kicked out whether it's a divorce Mm -hmm. storyline and then you're you're a mother of a new baby like Betty Gilpin's character is the yellow-headed girl the
0: yellow-headed one Um, yes
1: that I relate to it like the one storyline in glow with the African-American woman, her son is on a full ride to Stanford yeah. and he doesn't know what she's doing. And she's called the welfare welfare. Yeah. You know, right. What is it? Queen. Welfare queen. queen. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. But so she's at Stanford visiting her son for parents weekend. Mm-hmm. And somebody comes up and goes, Oh my God, welfare queen. One of the parents. <laughs> and her son was like, her son was like, I'm sorry, what? Uh-huh. Did you just call my uh-huh. mother? Uh-huh. And she's like, oh, he so he doesn't even know. doesn't know. But there's a connection what these women would do for their families, for yeah. themselves, for their livelihood. Our
0: producer wants to say something to you. And I they become celebrities. What, what does the, he want to say? The, the
1: whole, uh, my is, tent? Yeah, it doesn't work very well. Yeah, the, it's not working? You're really far away. Oh, my God. Is it working worse? Yeah. Is this better? Yeah. Yeah. Shit, I thought I was doing a good thing. No,
0: yeah. You okay, built, you, so I'm just
1: going to watch it bounce, bitch.
0: Yeah, you you built the tent, but it, it's not working. So um, help me understand what a full ride is.
1: A full ride to college means you don't pay a penny uh-huh. for tuition okay. and books yeah. and all that stuff. Now, I'm not sure about housing. I'd be talking out of line if mm-hmm. I said housing was included. Yeah. But a full ride means you don't pay for a thing, Okay. i.e. not what my daughter got. Right, right. So... And not what most people get.
0: Right. Okay. So, um, right. So I'm just fascinated. This whole story of uh, between seduction <laughs> and soul system, you worked in a strip club for a year and a, year half, and a half. And after you got out of so, seduction and you didn't make any money, yeah. you still went back to CNC Music Factory when they called and said, oh, we have another group C- for can you. Can I
1: tell you why? Yeah. Okay. Idalis, who is my, you know who Dallas is, yeah. my best friend, we were in seduction together and, um, girl group seduction. It takes two, two to make, make a thing go wrong. <laughs> um,
0: oh, these spe- you, I they separate just figure that out. Yeah, these foam things that he brought in. That's actually, why he can put
1: them on the wall.
0: They're actually, we thought one,
1: well, they split up. Yes. You, it's like one equals two. Two become one. one. Yeah. It takes two, two to make a thing go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. So Here we go. That might work. This, you think it'll work? Uh, no, oh, but we're no. going to try. Yeah. So anyway. So because of story, I Dallas. Because you, of Idalas. I, Dallas, I was working at Goldfinger's, and then we, we had a bit of a fallout. Just a bit. Just because a bit of one. She, yeah, there was a bit. And it doesn't matter why. Yeah. It's irrelevant. Because we made up. Yeah. And she started bartending. <laughs> she was a bartender. And she started, bar as you know, because she mm-hmm. was in all the clubs. She started yeah. bartending at Goldfinger's. So we were like... The same club. Same club. Because Jody got her a job no, too? No, she got
0: her own job. She's a bartender. Of
1: all the clubs in the tri-state she area... She came... You walked into mine. You walked into mine. So we made up. And it was like, yay, we're doing this together. She
0: Because would- you guys split up because she left the group. Because she
1: got fired from the group early. Yeah. And because we started together and, you know... She basically told me about it. Yeah. She felt that I should have left. I see, and I was like, "This is my dream. Yeah. I'm 19. Don't ask me to leave my dream." And I, I was like, "I love you, and I'll be there for you no matter what." But I, I can't. Yeah, walk. And maybe looking back, I probably should have because what well, they did was ugly. But you live and you learn. You right? live, you learn. And we, and we're great. <clears throat> we're very cool now. I love her, but again, I was a baby. She, um. She started bartending there and we became really good friends. This was pre MTV for iDallas. Uh-huh. And um, when she
0: later became a, a VJ, a at, VJ at MTV, at MTV. Yeah, yeah, in
1: the heyday, yeah, that's when Supermodel was out. Uh-huh. She interviewed me, yeah, the beach house, all uh-huh. that stuff. So, long story longer, she, um, when I told her that's, I was honest with her and I said, they're coming back to me to do a deal. And the reason. And she was upset with me. She's like, Michelle, are you fucking kidding me? Not only did they screw me over, they screwed you over. Why would you even consider going back? And I'll tell you why I did CNC it. To CNC
0: Music Factory. Right.
1: Because they said to me, this is your solo deal. Mm-hmm. This is going to be your solo deal.
0: But still a production deal.
1: Production deal, but it's a solo deal. We're going to give you points. We're going to let you write. They didn't give me any points on seduction. Right. They did not let us write any music on seduction. Right. So they dangled that you know, rhinestone encrusted carrot in front of my face. So wouldn't you take that too? Yeah. Yeah. So I went to the meetings and I was like, great. And they did let me write. I wrote Lovely Day and they did let me, they did give me a better deal. Still shit, but a much better deal. Yeah. You know, a a royalty deal, whereas I didn't have that in Seduction. I would have it now. So, you know, through much you know going through it in my brain deliberation i i decided okay mm-hmm. you know if these are the the things that need to be met and they met the majority of them so the you went majority back you of
0: them did it. and um and then uh you guys did you tour with that group soul system we toured
1: for a little bit but then the album that i finished never got delivered to arista clive davis is the one who signed me himself mm-hmm. and loved me and said you're a star and mm-hmm. i was like great and that's why the deal got signed. I went into that meeting with Clive. Not not everybody, you mm-hmm. know. No dissing them. There's, the uh, girl that was in the group with me, Octavia, was amazing. Jamal mm-hmm. Alisea, Michael Gary Wade. Gary Michael Gary Wade. So talented, these guys. Yeah. We did this album um, that was never delivered, and we got dropped by Arista because they didn't deliver the album.
0: Because c Music Correct. Factory didn't. Clavillis and Cole.
1: Correct. And I don't even know. And then David Cole died, and then everything kind of fell apart. Yeah, yeah. So, um that is why that never went any further. So we right. toured just for the single and then the bodyguard soundtrack came out and it had a longer life than probably it should have because mm-hmm. of the bodyguard. They and were you were working able it to
0: make money off of that? From the bodyguard. Yes. Yes.
1: Not as much as I should have because mm-hmm. things went wrong. Right. But I did make enough money to buy my mother and father a little townhouse and a car.
0: Great. Great. And that's what I did. And so did you go back to Goldfinger's after Soul did System? Did not
1: because after Soul System... There was money for a good three years. Yeah. So I sat on the fence just ordering Kirk's Folly and Diamondique from QVC. <laughs> What's Kirk's Folly? Oh, that's like the whimsical jewelry, like with uh. cherubs and angels and moons. <laughs> I would order everything from QVC. I was working out like an animal, dating somebody else, you know, and then that at that point in 95... Um, I moved back to New York City because he told me he'd never marry me. This is the one with the the therapist, the therapist. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I said, okay, we're going to stay together, but I'm going to move to New York City. Wait, but you, because you were living in Jersey? I was living in Jersey with Uh him. Uh We lived together. What town? Belleville.
0: In Belleville? Yeah. Is is Belleville? No, Bloomfield. Bloomfield was how could I? I don't think I've been to Bloomfield. Belleville,
1: Bloomfield, and Nutley are what they call the pasta triangle. Oh, I know triangle. where Nutley is. They're right next to each other. Yeah. The pasta triangle. It's all Italian in there.
0: The pasta triangle. Yeah. I've never heard that before. Have you not?
1: Uh-uh. So my mother, when she left Brooklyn, moved to Bloomfield. Uh huh. So I knew Bloomfield a little bit. Yeah. And then Michael and I lived in Bloomfield together.
0: Oh, you said his name.
1: I don't give a shit. Uh. I ain't trying to hide it. Uh. Okay. I ain't faking the front. Alright. There were 18 Michaels in my life. Don't fake the phone. There's um dark skinned at Michael. Uh-huh. And there's yellow headed Michael. Okay. This was a yellow headed Michael. Okay. Um, so anyway, he he uh we lived together for a few years and I told you after all those years of therapy, he said to me, Well, um, after all these years, I don't really like what's left underneath. Like you peel the onion away. Yes, yes. I don't really like what's left. And I was like, ugh what? Yeah, yeah. So he basically told me to my face he wasn't going to marry me. So I was like, why the fuck am I wasting my time? Sure. So I moved back to New York City. And at that point, I'd got my boobs done.
0: A, and... a third time?
1: No, that was the second time. Second time. That was the second time because... So I guess it was the first set for Goldfingers. Okay. It must have been the first set. Yeah. Because I, I was sitting in bed in 95 going, what am I going to do? This money is running out now yeah. because the money... You... In music, when the record's selling the most, that's when the most money comes in sure. as a royalty artist. Then it starts to dwindle. Mm-hmm. When you write it, you get money here and there, but nowhere near what you're yeah. making the first two years of that hit yeah. record, right? Yeah. So the money's dwindling. I just bought myself some new tits. I'm laying in bed. And that's when the whole to Youth saga started. Right. When I heard them auditioning and I said, how am I going to get into this audition for the radio? And they were doing a stunt at Tower Records, auditioning people to be on the radio at Tower Records.
0: Down, in 60, uh, 64th 90th,
1: nine, uh Tower Records on uh, Lincoln Center. Street. No, I think that... There oh, was down, a, it's 4th and yeah. Broadway. Yes. 4th and Broadway. Right, 4th yeah. and Broadway. So um, <clears throat> I called everybody I knew from radio as I'm laid up in bed with my fresh boobs. Mm-hmm. And everybody claimed that they were part of this radio station. Everybody that I knew, because I made friends with everybody in radio doing seduction. Yeah, right. And... Um, in Soul System. And so I called all those people and nobody had a connection. Eddie Frischer. No.
0: Len Frisha, Len Frischer. Nobody
1: had connections. And you know who connected me? Uh-huh. My roommate at the time, because I was living by myself and my friend from Goldfingers called and said, That I One of my favorite dancers said, uh, wrestlers, said, I'm going to be dancing at scores and I need a place in New York City. If I pay you rent, can I stay with you like two to three nights a week? So I was like, sure. Yeah. So she came to stay with me and she said, hey, she's from Rhode Island and she used to call me Stell. Stell in Rhode Island where she's from in Cranston means like a guidette. So she goes, Stell, I think my boss is going to be at the radio station that you're trying to get into. And I went, oh. Okay, your boss at Gold at Scores is going to be on the radio, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Yeah, I think so." So I said, "Do the recon work, find out." And she was right; it was Goomba Johnny.
0: Goomba Johnny she got you in through a stripper. Through a stripper, wow. and he—I remember when we were working at K T U. He always had an association over at uh, scores. scores.
1: That's because he was the manager.
0: He was the manager. He
1: was the manager
0: of Scores.
1: She set me up with him. He brought me in two scores to meet with him in Hollywood Hamilton. Yeah. And that's where they met me for the first time and decided to use me as the girl on the street.
0: How about that? And
1: that's how it all happened. So my days in the strip club with the hot oil wrestling has a lot to do with... Where I am today. Well, you
0: just never know what where that next big idea is coming from or what will lead to what. You know, there is magic, I think, around everybody. and But you have to be open. So many people say no to everything. Oh, yeah. So, and not just no to questions being asked, but just no to life itself. Their first response is no, because most people are afraid. I You know, it's always interesting where things lead.
1: I was afraid to dance. I was afraid to strip. I felt I wasn't, I told you, I just did not feel sexy. I was looking at those girls up there and the way they, they didn't really have rhythm, but their movements were so sexy. Yes. The way they would work the pole. I'm not even talking about the world-class pole dancing. I'm talking about sex appeal. Yeah. And I felt, I've always felt that I have sex appeal. I might not be the most beautiful, but I have sex appeal. Mm. But to be forced to show it was a different story. Well, force is kind of, you know. For me, not for them. They can do it naturally. For me, it would be forced. And, I felt like I'm not that good of an actor to get up there and act like I look as good as them. Yeah. And it was by fate that I met Phil and he said, Come do this. I need an MC. Yeah. And if I was afraid to go into that strip club, I wouldn't have gone.
0: Yeah. And what, would you, could you have done the wrestling?
1: <clears throat> yeah, I probably could have. But back then, Rue, I had the nails.
0: Oh, right. Yes. You can't wrestle with those nails. So
1: I was a freak show
0: yeah oh you had the, you, the no, nails okay, you've, you've had the nails for years but yes y- you we're talking about the nails the, that nails. Are, the nails that are the one that curl around yes you know the famous ones actually on, on the, the cover, cover of soul system of soul system is yeah. that the whole album
1: that was just the gonna be a lovely day no yeah. we didn't do the album Remember? oh that's right that's right yeah.
0: yeah the nails you had those crazy eth i'll say ethnic yeah nails that were so long they curled they around they were
1: pierced uh-huh. And I remember shooting the album cover. Uh-huh. The whole shoot was done. Ken Nahum shot that, uh-huh. and the whole shoot was done. And I said, "Can I just do this shot?" Yeah. And Ken was like, "Okay." So we. I sat on a stool. I'm uh-huh. sitting.
0: It's your backside. It's my bum with uh-huh. a, my
1: one of my first little tattoos. Is of it a, an onk? It's a female sign. Uh-huh. It looks like an onk. Uh huh. And it's covered now. I covered it because I went bigger down there, and it's my nails just wrapped around it because I thought it was so hot to have a woman with a female sign tattoo, yeah. and yeah. this is. Over hyperfeminine nails surrounding it. Uh-huh. And they ended up using that as the cover, as the single the cover.
0: cover for the. Uh, yes. And on system. the back
1: of the record, I remember getting in a fight with with Michael at the time because I posed topless, but it's in silhouette.
0: Uh-huh. But
1: my nipples. Oh, go- yeah, I know that because they use that silhouette in the video. no. That silhouette of me in the video, but not that very right. one. Okay. So um, that video, that silhouette, my nipples could cut glass. So he was upset because you can clearly see my tits. Well, if he ain't
0: gonna marry you, how has okay, he got bitch? any right to say? How dare
1: you? This is my body. <laughs> this is not slave days. No, oh my titties. <laughs> Shit. He got a big fight over it. Meanwhile, he was the stripper. Yeah, okay. He was a fucking male stripper. Right, right. And you're telling me I can't get my tits out And by the way in silhouette. Uh-huh. So, um that what,
0: is one nice big happy family. Oh. Uh, uh, the, the, in the st- mommy, daddy, what did you guys do? <laughs> well, Tony, we worked in the stripping industry.
1: <laughs> That's a true story.
0: Well, but you know, it's it's yeah. I love it. You know, I've always loved strippers. Yeah, I've me always too. loved anyone who, who could command uh, you know, authority while naked. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think it's brilliant,
1: and I've always done it with a microphone. The microphone has always been my weapon of and choice. And of course,
0: the, the other the uh, other part of the story is that I heard KTU um, one morning. Someone. I was listening to it for somebody. Somebody told me there was a dance music station, yes. and that they were playing my record. Yes. so I made it a point to listen, and I thought, "Oh, this is great! A dance station in New York City." So I called because I Hot ninety
1: seven, just for the record, had already switched to hip hop.
0: Yes, they had switched to hip hop. So I uh, I called someone and said, "I'd love to be interviewed on this station." I walk in, I see Michelle, and I go, "What? Of course you're here!" Yep, because oh, I'd seen Michelle in so many different incarnations around the city, in but, clubs, in seduction, in soul system, yeah. you know. And they you, didn't tell me you were At the love Coming. ball, at the, the love, love ball, ball. Yep. everywhere. And I was like, of course this girl is here. Yeah. And I walk in, there you are, and we started talking. And ladies and gentlemen, what you hear in this podcast right now, tonight, today, is what we did from the very beginning we got behind these microphones. We were doing the same pattern, the Just same like-
1: Found an air check. Somebody yeah. text- tweeted it to me. Of you and I on KTU. Air
0: check is what for people who oh, don't know? Oh, an air
1: check is like you can, well, it's, it's on YouTube. It's Rue and I. It's a clip of our morning show. Uh-huh. Of us talking about Pamela Anderson getting divorced. <laughs> Like it was crazy town and we sound so little.
0: We sound so what? We sound so little. little? We sound little,
1: like oh. young.
0: Oh my goodness. I was
1: 26. Yeah. You know, you yeah. weren't much older. I was probably 46 no, by then. Bitch, you were in your 30s, <laughs> early 30s. Um, and we just, we, 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 in the
0: the moment we started talking and our the PD uh, program director heard it, it was like, oh. These this this these two people belong together. Yeah, and we did. And we did. <laughs> we it. had a great time. Neither
1: one of us knew anything about radio no. except growing up listening to it. Yes, avidly. Yes, and I never knew I wanted to do radio until it was presented, and I went oh I want to do radio yeah yeah. and it's funny that you somebody told you about KTU uh-huh. my best friend Laura from Jersey who's still my best friend said oh you have to hear this radio station not only are they playing your music uh-huh. but they're playing our music uh-huh. and I was like what yeah. and I told you I was convalescing with these new you know yes. boulders in my chest yes. and I put it on I was like oh girl
0: uh-huh. this
1: shit is fire I love it yeah and that's how it happened and oh, I called wow. everybody you know when you do when you're an artist you go to these radio stations and you have to do this proverbial dick sucking to get sure. your record played on the yes, radio yes so you become you know and there's some people you connect with at these stations mm-hmm. and i did and i would send every year i'd send them all the program directors and general managers christmas cards you're kidding you no know, i did all of that like wow work. and um the, some of them were impressed and they would stay in touch yeah. and um even you, to this day some of them
0: yeah, that works that stuff still no, it works does. a lot of people don't realize that. You know, you make that kind of an effort, and people will remember it. Oh, somewhere deep in the recesses of their etiquette or in their upbringing, they re- realize this person is for real. This person is someone who uh, I should pay attention to. Yeah, it's
1: it's it's crazy how that. So I remember on Ireland's Got Talent, this first season, we rapped. You know, we worked hard because it was every day, as you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the team worked really hard. It's a really great team. And the last day, I bought. Um, Cupcakes that say Ireland's got talent for everybody, mm. everybody, the staff, everybody, because everybody treats the talent and the execs, and everybody forgets about those fucking people slaving behind the sure. cameras, yeah. the sound. So I, bought, they acted like I got them each a bag of diamonds. Oh wow! It was the sweetest thing yeah. ever because like people don't think of yeah. them, yeah. and I think radio people back then that was ninety. 90- five mm-hmm. 90 no 90 89 90 mm-hmm. 91 mm-hmm. people weren't thinking about them in that context they were yeah. saying i need him to give me something payola whatever mm-hmm. they weren't thinking oh this girl sent a christmas card yeah. that was nice you know yeah so you're right little gestures mm-hmm. go a long way they do they do in life and you know it's interesting
0: uh, we're talking about glow on netflix the second season which is uh streaming right now uh you know these women who are who the, char- the characters in the show, they have uh, a lot of them at the end of their rope and they found this thing that they do. And it turned out to be something that they actually excelled at.
1: Not only that was season two, if you guys didn't watch season one, please watch it and come on board. Cause it's really fun. Alison Bree, who's the lead. And, and let me just take two seconds to say our friend, Mark Marin is so good in this. Yeah, he is. And he sat there talking to us about, well, I don't do anything out of my wheelhouse. Now, this character is quintessentially Mark Maron. Uh-huh. It's basically Mark Maron in the show. Yeah. But he's so good at it. Yeah. So natural at it. I think it's bullshit that he says he's not a good actor. Uh. He's a very good actor and he's uh. so good in this role. Um, but the lead girl, Allison Bree, I was just saying to our producer, Alex, um, she has not an ounce of fat on her body. Uh-huh. Now, I, and neither does Betty Gilpin. They're working their asses off. For, yeah. You can watch. Like, I, I follow her on, on Instagram. You can see all her working out. Like, a girl can do pull-ups. She's itty-bitty. Yeah. But they're working. These, what they're doing is, it's real work. It's real work. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: you have to, you can't fake it. You no, can't it's fake real. It. Yeah.
1: And- this, so, the reason I talked about the first season is because you establish who they are and mm-hmm. why they're there and what mm-hmm. brought them yeah. there. Season two, you learn a lot more about their backstories and their personal life outside of the ring. But what you're doing is you're seeing them become local celebrities. Mm-hmm. So like wherever they go, people are recognized. Like I told you about the Stanford story, but it's happening kind of to everybody. Yeah. So there's a lot of single women here and they're trying to find men and it becomes this weird kind of situation. I just,
0: I was, I hope they bring in some type of a Jackie Stallone character.
1: Oh, now we need to educate the children on this. Okay. So.
0: The original Glow.
1: Correct. Jackie Stallone was a character on.
0: She was a character on it. And of course it's. Sylvester Stallone's mother.
1: Yes. Who, at this point, she must be
0: 90-something. She's 96? 96. Michelle, for real? 96. Jackie Stallone is still alive, and she's 96 96 years old.
1: Wow. Yep.
0: Can you imagine? No. I don't want to imagine. Her
1: face, however, is seven years her, old. Her, yeah. But she yeah. is 96 years old. Wow. Yeah, she's Listen, she's been a character that we've loved for many years. Yeah,
0: because I think uh, Sylvester Stallone talks about, she was an astrologer.
1: She, well. Well. Let's, let's rewind. Okay, this. rewind. Glow is really when she became a pop culture celebrity. Mm-hmm. Because that's when we saw her. She was hired on Glow. If I remember correctly, Alex, tell me if I'm wrong. She was hired on Glow to act like the manager. Yes. The girl's manager. Yeah. And like one of the owners, right? Yeah. So she went on and she did this horribly out of pitch, I mean, uh, out of beat rap, which is (laughs) the best thing. And you can find that on YouTube. I'm sure that's got to live on in infamy. Yeah. Through that, because her fame... She, she came to our that's Sly's mother, Sly's mother, Oscar winner,
0: yeah—came
1: to our came to our lives, and we became obsessed with her for all the right and wrong reasons. Yeah. So through that, yes, she's and an astrologer the headbands, and, the headbands. and the headbands. Yeah. But she created something called Rumpology. Oh. Do you know about this? Right. Yes, I do. As you're saying it, I remember now. So she is an astrologer, but she created Rumpology. So instead of reading people's palms, Jackie thought you can get more out of reading people's bottoms i like
0: the way that woman thinks <laughs> they rumps that is a fat you're talking to a black man over here
1: yes honey
0: i think that's i you was crazy as hell when they brought you here but, but you're in your rump- right
1: damn mind now, now. <laughs> and that's exactly what she said and then then she became like the the crazy Jackie stallone reading yeah. asses and being on howard stern all the time i wonder
0: how how i'd love to see footage of her reading someone's ass
1: I wonder if it's it exists needs- exists. Well, but I mean, it,
0: it. I mean, do you bend? I guess do you bend over? Bend
1: over or lay on your stomach. Uh huh. And she reads it. And are we talking? She reads you. Ew, girl. Why are you wearing that? Wait a minute. I, I wonder. Just she. At least
0: like the butt hole.
1: No, just the the cheeks. You know. Oh yeah. There's okay. A pattern just- like you have lines and patterns. Sure. For your on your
0: palm of your hands. Yeah.
1: She reads the lines and cracks and bumps and crivets and divots. Emphasis
0: on the cracks. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: On your booty. Yeah. Now, I that's
0: an interesting I wonder if she came up with that. Rumpology. Who do
1: you think <laughs> came up with that? I guru? wonder if she's a
0: rump shaker.
1: She is a rump shaker. So Jackie Stallone then did that. Now, I know her to be one of the best ever contestants. On the UK's celebrity. Well, this is many, years later. Many, many years, years later. many years
0: later, she was one of Big Brother's most exciting uh house members because she entered the house late with her ex Daughter-in-law, daughter-in-law, Brigitte, Brigitte Nielsen, Nielsen, who's
1: pregnant right now she's pregnant. at 54. fifty-four
0: years old. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't even know how that happens. Well, if, entering If it can
0: happen, uh, Brigitte Nielsen will do it. We'll figure out how it can be done. Amen
1: to that. Yeah. So I didn't even know Jackie was. I know it sounds stupid. I didn't know she was Jewish.
0: I didn't know that she's
1: half Jewish.
0: I thought she was just uh, she was Italian.
1: No, this is where the confusion is. Huh. Jackie Francis Labafish. Labofish Okay. She was born in D.C. Her father, her mother was French from Brittany. Her parents met while her father was serving in the Navy. Her paternal grandparents, Rose and Charles, were Jewish immigrants from Ukraine. How about that? Didn't know. Wow. But then I thought, did I know that? Because it doesn't Adam Sandler say something about Sly, Sly Stallone being half Jewish or something in his Hanukkah song? Huh. I feel like he does. Okay. Um. Her son, Sylvester's father, is Italian-American Frank Stallone Sr. Okay. Here's where the Italian entered. Yeah. Now, she was in the 80s in Glow. Then she also invented the term rumpology, which Uh according to her is an art similar to that of palm reading, except (laughs) she's done by examining pictures of people's asses. She also claims that she can consult dogs to find out the future. She can consult
0: dogs. Yes. And the dogs
1: will tell her- About people's future. About people's future. She also became involved in the cosmetics industry with the facial masks and other products she claimed to cure skin problems. Uh Uh-huh. She's a hustler. Oh, bitch! Yeah, she is a hustler, and I mean that in the
0: best of ways. I love a hustler. I love someone who Michelle, you're a hustler. You know, I mean, you have turned a career at every turn. You know, the life gives you, you know, lemons, and you turn it into some some sweet juice. ass lemonade. That's right, and, baby.
1: Yes, and and she and then Big Brother. We haven't heard much of her since that because she's. 96.
0: Ninety-six years old, exactly. It's not so. like she's out uh, doing any rumpology, no. you know. But
1: I just saw a picture of Brigitte Nielsen. That if it's now, no, that's two thousand and ten. Mm. I was gonna, like, she looks gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, that
0: was after she had, she had a an, she had a facelift on on German television.
1: Okay, I was going to say that looks amazing. Yeah,
0: because um, for a TV show. Yeah, because you know I worked with her oh. in oh. Uh, Three.
1: So that was way before this. Yeah. Yeah, but she had some really hard times.
0: Well, yes. Also, Do you remember she's, finding she's, her
1: in a park, drunk, rolling around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: but well, she was. She was. Um. You know. She's Dutch or she Danish. Dutch. She's, correct. Yeah. Let me say. No, she's Danish. I think you're right. And she, um, uh, you know, she's you know she's very fair skinned So if you are a sun bunny, which she was, yeah, it uh it does take a toll on you,
1: um. Uh wait Danish you're right Danish Italian huh yeah didn't but know that what
0: happened with Jackie Stallone is I think Brigitte was in the house
1: and, and they brought Jackie in they later. brought Jackie in to stir up shit yeah with Brigitte Probably.
0: because because she, Brigitte Nielsen was married to Sylvester Stallone for one year and was I it think just one year it was one year and you know what they had some weird uh marriage agreement and I could be wrong but if I remember correctly where she was not entitled to alimony as part of their agreement, but she was paid $1,000 a day for every day that they were married.
1: So she got $365,000 for the year that they were you married? You know,
0: this could be some spin that somebody said just to denigrate her, is that a word? Uh-huh. Um, She'd
1: been married five times, by the way. Yeah,
0: but... um that was what was reported in the papers. She was that, with
1: Mark Gastineau, too. Yeah, she was. Everybody. But she, she got it the hot ones. It was
0: reported in the papers that she was paid $1,000 a day for every day that she was married to him. And But, you know, as I say that out loud, I bet that's something someone did to, um, to smear her, to say Probably. she's Listen, like a high class, you know.
1: I like her. I always did.
0: Well, you haven't recorded uh, several songs with her and had to tour Spain with her.
1: Well, first of all, why you would agree to that is beyond me. It
0: was a low point in my career. (laughs) And if I could take it back, I would. There's footage of us performing on Spanish TV together. lip syncing, going to have to. Lip syncing the songs that we recorded. Oh, I
1: remember that. Oh,
0: Michelle.
1: Oh, you poor thing. Oh,
0: the things and how it ended. Michelle Joelle Joel was there. How it ended? Not good. Was not good. It was in a train station. Uh-huh. In Spain. Uh-huh. And something something was said.
1: Uh-huh. Something was said. By sad. you.
0: By me <laughs> and by it was not
1: good. Well, she apparently she's sober and she's quit smoking. She's doing really good. And let's hope that you know, now she's gonna have this baby, and she can, she has kids already. though. She's got a lot of kids. She got a lot. Of kids. She got a lot of kids. She has four children, uh-huh. and I guess this will be her fifth.
0: Um, the the uh, rumor has it that um, the reason she split up with Sylvester was that she had had a liaison, with? R- allegedly, I guess, okay. with Tony Scott, um, Rid- Rid- Ridley, Ridley Scott's, Scott's
1: son brother. Brother. Who
0: committed suicide, you know, in San Pedro. He jumped off of a bridge in San Pedro. Oh, my God. In Long Beach, right near Long Beach. You know where San Pedro is? What a way Here to Here in uh, Los Angeles. But uh, he, Tony Scott was the director of Beverly Hills Cop... Cop uh,
1: oh, a lot. Three? Top Gun, two? Beverly Hills Cop 2, True uh-huh. Romance. Ridley Scott's brother. Crimson Tide. Yeah. I mean, a, lo- tons, a lot of stuff. Tons of stuff. That's yeah. tragic. Yeah. Does but it say
0: in the paper there that he, yeah, he committed suicide? It
1: said... Um, Death. Uh, let's. Show showed a picture of a bridge. Oh, the Vincent Thomas Bridge. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. In but the afternoon, twelve thirty in the afternoon. Huh. I uh, yeah. jumped off.
0: Um. Uh, take. Um. Maria. Um. I'm going to go out for lunch, and uh, you can hold all my calls. Yes, uh, just hold
1: them indefinitely. <laughs> um. We're not making a joke of it. But, well, but, we, but yes, but we are. It was a bridge. Yeah. But <laughs> Jackie Stallone well. charges six hundred dollars for reading. Uh,
0: to di- To this day. I
1: guess. $600 a butt reading. The left cheek
0: symbolizes <laughs> Wait, wait, stop. Hold up for a minute.
1: $600 a butt reading. Wait. Stop. A butt reading. Stop. The left cheek yeah, symbolizes what? your past. <laughs> You're behind. And <laughs> and the right symbolizes your future. Oh. I, I mean you can't make this up, kids. Wow. You can't make it up.
0: I wish I had a butt. You know, I love butts. I, I wish mean, I had a butt.
1: I've always had a butt. Yeah. Always. Mm-hmm. Um I remember my trainer in Florida would go, "Just you can get skinny, don't lose that butt." It's like yeah. I've always had a butt to the point where I think I told you because I never had titties mm. ever. I was flat as a but pancake. But if you
0: had never had implants, you probably would have titties anyway. Well, you I never f- gave them a chance, Michelle.
1: Listen, I was 21 when I got oh, my no, first pair. Oh no, that's nothing.
0: That's uh, we, when you got your first pair, but y- you know, y- you know, I bet your titties would have made an appearance. Probably by 26. No,
1: like maybe 36 when I got fat. Like, Mm. you know, I got fat before that. But the point is, there was scar tissue when, you know, breast tissue when I got them changed. Mm -hmm. So, like, yes, there would be some titty. Through pregnancies, some titty would appear. Do your daughters have titty? Yes. Both of them do. Mm. Thank God they have David. They have beautiful titties. Mm. Thank God they have David's side of the family. Mm-hmm. The the younger one, Lola, was like, "I'm afraid that it's not going to happen."
0: Did your biological sister because she was adopted, do your bio Did your biological sisters have flat chests?
1: Um, my bo- one has boobs, one doesn't, but they're both they're, they're both larger. Yeah. So they they you know have boobies by default. Would you I-
0: recommend that someone that age get titties at 21? I mean, look, looking back, do you think it was?
1: Looking back, I wish I didn't do it. Really? Yeah. Looking Wait back, a minute. I wish I didn't do it.
0: Oh come on! I swear
1: to God, because I why? Have, I'll t- there's one reason. Uh. One. Well, two. You have to constantly just be on top of stuff, and and like mammograms are difficult to read behind implants. Things mm. can lurk. But mostly, I have an autoimmune. And what if? Listen, there's never been data proving. Right. But what if? What if having this weird thing in my body since I'm 21 years old, mm-hmm. you know, is the cause of it?
0: Right. You don't know.
1: Don't know. But other than that, I don't regret it. They've been fun, You know, it's, it's, but I'm ready to take them out. I told you that. Yeah. I yeah. I told
0: you. So, um, um, right. So. Six Brigitte hundred- Nielsen
1: made $6 million on the divorce. Marriage was two years. That's over eight grand a day.
0: Oh wow. Okay. So then so my a- my thing was Bullshit. completely wrong. Yeah. Somebody put that in the paper to smear her. Yeah,
1: but honey, that's that happens all the time. You yeah. know that. Yeah. So whatever. She
0: made six million dollars off on that the divorce. divorce. Yeah. And
1: by the way, she had Stallone in his Fucking good years. Oh yeah,
0: they look good together. They you know those. Um, no,
1: gorgeous. What
0: were those pictures? Who's it's the like famous? Grace Jones and
1: Dolph Lundgren. Yes,
0: it's so good together. What are those? Fam- Who's the famous photographer who does the? I uh, oh, about- the black and whites. Yeah, Was they were Cavullo? in Vanity Fair. No, oh, it's, um, what's his name? No, it's the. Okay, okay, I know this. My brain just froze up.
1: Okay, his, Stephen Meisel.
0: No, his <laughs> name. He does the provocative photographs. Oh,
1: oh, oh, oh! Uh, not Herberts. No. Um, Maplethorpe
0: uh nope no nope. anyway I'm glad um, I just, they, they did the cover of Vanity Fair and this famous photographer remember he did the ones with the with uh, Audia, Nadia Nadia Auerman
1: Nadia Auerman
0: in Helmut
1: Lang, Helmut Newton,
0: Newton. Helmut Newton and those famous pictures of Brigitte Nielsen in the leather uh bondage stuff at this public pool and she's looming over this public pool and every everybody's looking at her. Oh, and we're looking at the picture Vanity of them Fair, yeah. on the cover of Vanity Fair. Yeah, Helmut Lang and Helmut she, Newton.
1: Helmut Lang's a designer. Yeah,
0: Helmut Newton. She was breathtakingly. Oh my God! Gorgeous. What a glamazon! Oh my
1: God! Twenty feet tall.
0: Yeah. And she had big old implants yeah. then too.
1: Stunning, just so gorgeous. Huge,
0: huge implants. Gorgeous. It just
1: matched her though.
0: Yeah, it did because she's got she's t-
1: She's six. She's six one. She's so tall. Yeah. So gorgeous.
0: Anyway, so uh, Jackie Stallone, six hundred. So Jackie, okay. can I get can I pay her three hundred dollars and just get my my picture like, red? Yes, that's my, the way I would do. Yeah. It. Just yeah.
1: take the right for three hundred. Yes, you can. Okay. You All can. right. Just take the right. I wonder if she's still doing it at ninety-six years old. She's still doing it. Yeah. Still. Bless doing her it. heart. Her email on the website. Her her emails, email on you, the website. We should. Let's email ask
0: her. her. Let's ask her to come on. Yeah. To come on this show. Yes. We would come to her.
1: So listen. Yeah, I'd go to her. I go to the her. The best moment of the Big what Brother. What is her
0: email? Is, it's on her website. Is it at jackiestalone.com? Is that what you're looking at?
1: Is it like yeah. info at Jackie Stallone? She needs square Squarespace. Oh, she, she needs Squarespace. Squarespace.
0: Maybe I should email her and tell her yeah, about Squarespace. Jackie. Yeah, Jackie. So
1: Brigitte goes, Jackie Stallone? Or like whatever. she walks in and Jackie goes, yeah, Jackie. <laughs> and that's like the iconic <laughs> thing.
0: It's JacquelineStallone.com. And then the order site is JacquelineStallone.com slash order up. Order Order Rump. Rump. Uh, uh, and I bet her, her theme song is um Rump Shaker by Of course. Here uh,
1: comes Teddy Riley.
0: Teddy Riley. It was, what um, was the
1: group called? Black Black Street? No, that wasn't Black Street. That oh, was Rex and Effects.
0: Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. How does she spell her Jacqueline producer? J A C. She's a C Q U uh, E. Wait a minute, C- J A. Yeah,
1: C Q C Q. Yes, U uh-huh.
0: E U E
1: L I N E. Okay, Stallone.
0: Stallone. Okay, yeah.
1: I want to talk to Jack. I Stella.
0: want to talk to Jack. Is part on the website?
1: Yeah. Is just literally like um, asses. It's just oh my. Like, just like- a Hollywood gigolo,
0: a Jewish princess, a CEO. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, t- t- she's the original Rump's, uh, she's, Rex in effect. She
1: is. I love her. Yeah, no. So, listen, we haven't gotten to that character yet in Glow, but I hope that's a character I that's- I
0: I wonder who they would get to play. I bet they would get Margot Martindale to play the Jackie Stallone character. I'm you know Margot Ma- Martindale? Mm-mm. She's that character actress- who is in The Americans. Do you watch that show? I just started watching that How show. How is it? It's really good.
1: I've heard it's amazing.
0: And, oh, she was on, um, I think she's on Mom, the TV show Mom. Margot Martindale. You know her. She's that character. Oh, I
1: love her. Yes. She does everything. Yes. Oh, my God. She'd be perfect. Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. I love August Osage County. Yes. But just put oh a God. headband
0: on her and you are ready to go.
1: Oh, I love her so. She's much. She's
0: brilliant. Yeah. yeah, she is
1: so brilliant. I don't want her to be nameless, Margot
0: Martindale.
1: Martindale. You know, there's so many character actors that are nameless. Yeah, and you go, you know, that guy that played Newman. That yeah. guy, you know, it's you. You remember the what characters. is Newman's
0: guy? What is? He? I know his. It's, it's um. Oh, Wayne. Wayne. I know. Yeah, he's a friend of mine. Wayne. <laughs> is it Mazer? No, that's the right. photographer. Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight.
1: I just love that. He's a friend of mine. Yeah. Wayne. Wayne.
0: <laughs> You know, I I met him. Hello,
1: at, I, I met
0: him at a party, and um, he said he was from Atlanta. Is he? Yeah, he's from like Dahlonega or some, you know, Dahlonega, Georgia or something. like Adore that. Adore Dahlonega?
1: <laughs> no, no. <laughs>
0: but okay, so I'm going to just get back to to um, glow glow for a minute yes. because we've been talking about the the what the TV show was based on which and what was it a,
1: conjures up in our mind, what we remember.
0: Yeah, I mean, it just First of all, anytime I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this out. Say it. Anytime there are bitches who are kicking ass, yes, I am front row center. Yep. I've even as a kid, if even in those James Bond movies when they were these broad, these broads were kicking ass and they were fighting and but I just loved it. What is that? I just love the concept of
1: well go women even back further to like exploitation to Pam Greer and to all these ass, Wonder Woman all these hot Yeah bitches kicking, kicking ass.
0: ass I love it
1: because it's, it's
0: a man's world you know it's a man's yeah. world so anytime a woman has the power like that I am so for it you know um, I was in love with Cleopatra Jones oh, and yeah. Foxy Brown and all those people but Cleopatra Jones I had an unnatural uh, 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 addiction connection connection to her
1: not not dolomite
0: what no not dolomite i love dolomite and i heard all the funny i heard all of those records from dolomite before i saw the movies but uh, yeah yeah because um there was this the chitlin circuit for black comic comics who um, they were, it was Mantan, Moorland, Red Fox was one of them. Yes. And LaWanda Page, who yes. I worked with, and uh, Skillet and Leroy. And uh, they eventually all wound up on Red Fox's show. Red Fox broke through the mainstream. Uh-huh. And uh, all of these comics, and, and Dolomite was one of those people, um, Rudy Ray Moore. So he they had all these underground albums that people in the black community, I'm Comedy sure albums? white folks too- had all these comedy albums. Yep. I think it's on Laugh Records, some label called L-A-F-F F-F. Records. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, so I'd heard of Dolomite before the movies. You know who's, they're doing a Dolomite. Oh, you know what? Um, Eddie Murphy just signed on to play Dolomite.
1: Uh-huh. Did you read that? Yeah, but I was thinking, you know, by looks alone, I feel like Jamie Foxx could have done that better. He would be perfect. Yeah. Perfect Listen, I love it. Eddie Murphy, and I don't know him. And you know, I've heard stories about Eddie Murphy for better or for worse. But I, what I can say about Eddie Murphy is he he was brilliant on Saturday Night Live. Every mm-hmm. sketch that he did stole the freaking show, and mm-hmm. that's the problem I think because it became the Eddie Murphy show. Yeah. And his live records were literally some of the funniest things I've ever, to this day mm. I've ever heard in my entire life. Raw, delirious. Yeah. They literally. I'm not a girl who listens to comedy records, right? But you can't not listen to. He was like Richard Pryor. You can't not. Well, listen. it's
0: uh, Richard Pryor. I think is a, is a level higher. I agree. Is a bigger thing because yes. Richard Pryor was a phenomenon. And Correct. you know, I don't listen to comedy records. But back then, uh, we were listening to Richard Pryor comedy records
1: and Eddie Murphy.
0: I see I never listened to Eddie Murphy oh, comedy did. records. I, he, see, you're younger. You're much younger. Yeah, but, but that
1: was my generation. Like right. I didn't know really I knew Richard Pryor was, yeah. but I didn't know Richard Pryor as a comic. I knew him as a comedic actor. Yeah. You know, and then when I started getting really into Eddie Murphy, I then knew that his point of reference was Richard Pryor. Sure. Yeah. As is every black comic yeah. and should be rightfully so. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the grandfather. Real, I know you read Fox and others, but yeah. Richard Pryor changed the game.
0: Yeah, he was because of the social consciousness and how yes. it elevated the black experience, um, how it, it sort of magnified the black experience. And everybody of that time could relate to his experience because he was he was it was a wild job. He'd also, you know, experienced the the peace and love uh storyline in the, the 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 Black Panther movement he'd experienced all that addiction storyline everything yeah. he was great and i just recently i think on netflix uh saw uh some of his concerts there amazing and i fell in love all over again it remind and i realized i knew every single joke every square inch of that special on netflix. i i lived it our families lived it our our cousins we would all recite that stuff. It was. It's. He's so brilliant. So, so brilliant. I love him. It's like brilliant. a family member. Yes, like a family member. And
1: it, and I think the beauty about Glow on Netflix right now is that the people that are, are people of a certain age, like us, yeah. It it conjures up those memories. Those
0: memories, yeah. So
1: not only do you remember, oh my god, I remember this show when it was on TV, but you remember everything that was happening. At that point in time. That's what, it's a period piece. And the, and the costuming is really great. Yeah,
0: that's what makes the show really good. The Glow. Uh, the, the Glow. The Glow. The Glow the on glow. the Netflix. On the Netflix. Yes. Season two is streaming right now. And I, I, everybody should, but it's just to relive that era, that time in American history uh, that is, it's so beautiful. You can look back on it and, and uh, you know, see it with, with love because it's so colorful and, and it's fun
1: and it didn't hurt anybody didn't
0: hurt anybody and also you know it's this it's also female empowerment yeah because these women have taken control of their lives
1: and they're doing what they have to do to get their babies fed That's to get right. the food on the table to get roof over their head but um i just want to take a second and talk about the actors there because you know some of them are probably not even old enough to know there was a glow right and obviously they know but you know what i'm saying and some of them are the right age you know um and the characters that they've created are believable and fun. Mm-hmm. When they first in season one tell them the characters, it's like, oh, this is ridiculous. And then mm-hmm. you see them, their funny transitions of how they go into it. And some of the girls living the characters all the time because- mm-hmm they don't like who they are Mm. and their current situation. So they choose to live as that character. And that's how that character becomes a wrestling character. Mm. And you see that sweetness behind the characters Mm. and where they came from. So there's a lot of really um, fun and and deeper connections than it seems. And these actors are doing such a fine job on this series. I I remember when series one started, I was like, I don't know. I sang series like I'm British season one started I didn't even know if I was gonna like it but I knew that I loved Glow
0: oh no I loved it from the very beginning because the billboards and the clothes and the neon and the hair and the spandex yes
1: but you had to go for the ride because there's some that I started and I was like okay yeah I loved it from the minute I started watching.
0: I it. love it. Well, you guys can watch it right now, It's streaming on Netflix. Hey, we're gonna say goodbye now. Um, uh, has it
1: been an hour? It has
0: been an hour. We've been walking here.
1: Oh my god! I mean, yeah. we
0: went all around the block here from Jackie Stallone to, to Rex and Effects. Boop Jobs, uh, Michael, and the radio. And the, uh, we didn't talk. We didn't talk about him tying off, but I think it was insinuating. Oh no. Yes. Well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you explained to me what tying off was a, a few years Did ago. Did I? Is that what I to you? I learned how. What, how to, what,
1: are we going to save that for the next episode
0: well, t- well we can just give him a t- tying off is a male stripper yeah. ties off so that he can uh, look fuller look fuller yeah, yeah. so like that. there you go tying off halfway, And we're g-
1: halfway to chubby tie it off go
0: yeah so we're going to sign off with uh, a
1: tie off t- a tie off yeah Okay.
0: good well Michelle until next time darling go watch Glow 2 on Netflix streaming now yes babies bye, bye. can I get an amen can I get an amen love yourself how in the hell you're gonna love somebody else can i get an amen and don't forget to subscribe on itunes if you can't love yourself how in the hell you're gonna love somebody else amen